I'll do it. There we do go. your intro this time. I won't ruin your intro by trampling all over it with something boisterous and long-winded like I did last time, because I thought last time what I did there was step over your quite brilliant work by kind of focus-pulling, which I know you've got a big problem with recently. I know you don't like me focus-pulling, so I'm just going to say nothing. I'm just going to let the music roll. I'm going to let you do your thing. I'm not going to big you up in any way. I'm not going to talk you down in any way. I'm not going to give you any kind of big intro. Just basically saying that for this one moment, this one episode, I'm going to let you do your thing without any interruption at the beginning at all. So when you're ready, Eli, it's time to go. Build up that courage. You can do this. Give us your introduction to Cheap Show right now. Whenever you're ready, but ultimately right now. Are you ready? Say yes, Paul. (laughs) Say yes, Paul. (laughs) Fuck you, Paul. Hi, everybody. I'm Eli Silverman. This is the Cheap Show podcast. And here's your co-host, Paul Gannon. Wow. That is the... Let me count. One, two, three. Yeah, the least amount of fucks you've ever given to an intro. It's because you've uh, deflated me from beforehand. Oh, I didn't mean deflate you, darling. So, for uh, the record, that the record states that we are recording this episode on the same day we did the live show, the same day we did the previous episode. It's still hot in London. No one wants to hear about your hard workload. They've no had one. a they've had a hard day and an actual job, probably Paul, an actual thing that they do, and you're just undermining them. Oh, poor me! I went to Comic Con and I had to do things, and then I had to come back and. I'm gonna fucking hit you! Don't don't and don't and that's another thing. What? The physical threat of violence. It's only physical It's not something anyone should have to put up with. You're right. All right? Yeah. All right? I'm not going to make a joke of violence. You're very deadly serious about it, yeah. (laughs) You ruin everything. I'm drinking. I'm just basically Paul saying Paul is it's hot. drinking, everyone. Hello, welcome to Cheap Show. It's hot today. We're st- All I'm saying is we're recording on the same hot day in the House it's of still Pickles hot. with the one Yeti microphone. Oh. And it's hot, and I have to have a cold drink, and I fancy drinking some lager, which is very rare for me. Yeah, but it's not. It's that stupid kind <laughs> of lager. Go on, you were saying? It's that Desperado lager, no, which is no flavoured with not, tequila. We're not un- endorsing it. That's for people who don't know how to drink properly. You see, you we're fucking, not endorsing it. You wuss. It's just because it's very sweet. I yeah, like sweet things. You like sweet things. No, I don't like actual like men's things. Does it matter? It doesn't matter. Are you just going by gender norms? I'm, and not, the, I'm not gender normative. Posing them onto me. No. You can enjoy sweet things, frilly things You're if you like. Cook, mate. C U C U K. C U C U K. This has got to be one of the worst openings to a pot. You've really lost it. You have half a bloody shandy and you. I'm saying it's. I'm tired and it's hot and all we do is talk and it's hard to talk. Hello, welcome to Cheap Show. My name's Paul Gannon. Hello. Good. That's what we should have done several minutes ago. So thank you once again if you've been a Patreon. Hopefully you've been rolling those things out to you. Uh, Again, if you want to help support the show, help us buy, you know, a new microphone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You can do that. You can do that. You can do that, though. Do that, though. Do that, though. You can do that, but What can they do that, though, though? Basically, lay the land of the land <laughs> You can go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show and give a dollar or give 50 or whatever in between. We'll give you lovely things back and you'll help keep this bloody podcast going. Thank you. It's been awesome, actually. We've had a lot of lovely people getting involved. A lot of love. And we're on Twitter. I'm quite chatty on Twitter. So I send you beard nuzzles. You, Whatever that means. So I've what got mean, whatever se- that means. I've got a You know what it means. I've- you don't be coy with me, Paul. You know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> right. What we got? What we got? What I we wanted got? to start. I want to do a new segment that is just for me. Okay. Because as you know, I am a, a student of media. I had film studies at A level and went to a media course at university. Yes. You know what they call that? Useless job. Yeah. The total useless for yeah. cunts. I have a two-one in watching telly. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Did that get me a great job? Well paid. No, go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show. Um, no, uh, I want to do a segment that okay. reaches to that point. Like, you have the music, that's your passion. I like pop culture and movies, that's my fa- fashion passion. My passion. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I've got a passion for fashion. It's my passion. And I thought I'd have a segment called Paul's Top Shelf. Okay. Does that have to justify this to me? I'm I, also a fan of uh, the moving image. I know. 
Yeah. I know our tastes differ. They certainly do. Wow. But I thought I'd tell people about the shop, the DVDs and movies that I buy secondhand in charity shops. Yeah, so you've picked something up in a charity shop recently. Yes, I have. Uh, it is called Guest House Paradiso. Uh, that's the film I'm going to be talking about today. Now, if you're thinking Guest House Paradiso sounds like a charming British uh, comedy from the 50s, Or maybe. sounds almost like a, an art house sort of. What is that? Uh, Merchant Ivory. And it's like, it's, it's, I think it's riffing on... Um, the cinema paradiso, yeah, isn't cinema, it? Guess, yeah, cinema paradiso, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's you know trading on that in terms of its humour. Um, if you, but basically, it's it, not it, an art it, house it, film, though. No, it? it's no. not. It's a movie based on the popular sitcom from the nineties, Bottom. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. I am, in fact, a qualified gynaecologist. Well, strictly speaking, I'm an amateur, but I- I- I'm bloody keen. Look, here's a pencil. Ah! I think I'll have the fish. Wise choice. Can I ask where your eggs come from? Hen's vaginas. <laughs> I shall bring your luggage up directly. Mice. Hey, hey, give her one for me, won't you? No, if you get too tired, don't worry, just phone now and I'll happily come up and give her one myself. <laughs> I'm not joking, actually. I'm Eddie the Bellboy. The Bellboy? That's right. Starring Rick Mail and Aid Edmondson, they wrote and directed this movie. Well, Aid Edmondson directed this. He plays Eddie Hitler. Oh, he directed. Now, uh, I think he directed movie. any other features. I don't know without double checking right now. And you don't like it when I get OK Google out. No, but so he might not, have done, won't he? I think so. But he definitely directed this anyway. Okay. Um, Here's some results from the web. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hurt me. That's it hurt, creepy. I know. You insist on having that fucking thing. But look. It didn't even look for guest house parodies. No, because it, it baby cause, monitors. Because you said, Bottom. "Okay, Google." After we, do you see what I mean? It only okay, got... Google. Aid Edmondson, director. Since we're here now, all right. Here's some I... results from the web. You've let me down again. Aid. Okay, Google. Aid Edmondson. There we go. According to Wikipedia, Adrian Charles Edmondson is an English comedian, actor, writer, musician, television presenter, and director. And director. Yeah. So let me see, while we're here, let's do a bit of research, shall we, Uh, what he's directed. He played in those. He was part of the reformed Bonzo Doodog Dardar band. I knew that. Yeah. (sighs) Filmography. There you go. Um, So, yeah. As director. Doesn't have them. Mostly actors. Bottom, absolutely fabulous. Oh, God, this bit's pure gold, Paul. I really love the new segment. Shut up. It's working. I'm working it out as we go. Oh, my God, why won't you just fuck... Anyway, he probably only directed the movie, I'm guessing. Yeah, it could well have been his only directorial... Anyway, it's it's based on the sitcom Bottom. Now, Bottom was a kind of dismal, sad... No, it wasn't sad. It was like it was a very violent, funny comedy about two lonely cunts in Hammersmith living in poverty and trying to get laid all the time. Sort of an existential Wave of Godot meets. uh, Yeah, it's it's Pinteresque, isn't it? It's with um with with the slapstick, broad slapstick. Yeah, with the anarchy comedy kind of alternative comedy. Great show, I have to say. It it generally is my favourite sitcom of all time. Bottom. There are better sitcoms out there. I'm saying it means the most to me. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Uh, so this is the movie version that came out long after the TV show had finished, because I think it finished early 2000s. And this movie was made in the year of... God, really? This 1999, bit's... actually. Yeah. I thought it was a bit later than that, but that makes a lot of sense. So, But it's not the characters from Bottom that they're playing. But in they the are movie, very they're called similar. Eddie and Richie, as they are, but their surnames are different in the movie. 
Ah. So that's how it's different. So it's, but they're it's, very similar. It's very similar. I mean, they don't do much. I think they changed they? the name so they didn't have to pay the BBC to use the characters uh, of Bottom. I see, yeah. That's why the movie's not called Bottom, probably. Yeah. You know? uh, anyway, I love it. I love this film. It's not great. It's one of Simon Pegg's earliest movie roles, I believe, where he plays a young father of a family. And it turns out he's got nipple rings. And uh, he ends up hanging from the ceiling on a fishing wire because... Uh, Rich Rick Mayo is fishing for his nipple rings oh. or something. I guess it's uh, you have to see it. Really, it's well known for its wacky, violent fights and its wordplay and its kind of grimness. But what ruins the film for me is the last, I don't know, third when it gets just gross for no reason. The whole ends up with the whole cast vomiting everywhere, right? Because there's been a bad fish dinner, and That's everyone vomits, and then the bad guy tries to vomit and stops and holds his mouth in. So the vomit builds up behind his mouth until his head inflates so huge that the ball of but sick that's rolls very cartoony. out. Just weird ending, full of sick and snot yeah. and balls of vomit. And you just think, I can't show this to my mum. No. My mum would say, you're sick. you got a sick mind. You have. It, this DVD includes outtakes from the movie, a DVD-ROM game. That's good. I might have to check that out and report back. The making of documentary and original trailers and moving menus. That's not like a computer game. A DVD-ROM game is more like a sort of role-play with just pages load, isn't it? Yeah, probably. I don't know. It might be a thing where you hit a button and it goes, Richie! 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 Or it's like, go in here, what do you do now? Yeah, I'll report back. You know, Maybe I'll put it in the Patreon special, right? You can find out more there. Uh, And when it says moving at menus, I think it means they're animated, not that, you know, they're heartfelt. And you're going to, you know... (laughs) Oh, that chapter selection touched me in a way I yeah. never expected. Right. <laughs> so I got this for 50p in Oxfam. It's a nice price. Uh, yeah, I could have bought two, for, uh, three for a quid, but I just wanted this one. You didn't want any, nothing else there? It's been a while since I've seen it. And there are some lovely bits. There are some horrible bits. It's not a unmitigated success the whole way through then. No, but it's got some lovely bottom bits. It's just got a lot of unnecessary dirty bits. Right. You know, too crude, too gross out for you. Too crude, too gross out. This is me talking. Yeah, this is me talking. I know she's so. What was it? Was it not you talking before? No, who was talking before? This is film critic Paul talking. Oh, I see. I mean, the mise en scène in this film uh, leans towards the kitchen sink drama British gritty movies of like you know the fifties through to the eighties. You know, the Ken Loach, Ken Roach. Has it got that kind of? It has that element to it, but with the faulty towers esque. Well, it is a guest house, isn't it? So yes. I mean, is, is this not. Rick Mayle doing his fol- his Basil Fawlty? This is bottom in a hotel, basically. It right. is. You're right. It's it's Fawlty Towers by Rick Mayle and Aid Edmondson okay. for better or for poorer. You know, um, <laughs> could I, we have real Paul, who isn't a film critic, back? Because fucking film critic Paul is creepy with his mouth noises. <laughs> <laughs> I like. It's just my thoughts. You know, I think Aid Edmondson is a director. That's not, not going to fly with anyone, Paul. No. <laughs> Honestly, that's one of the worst Tell film critic it. approaches. Hello, and tonight on film with Paul Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. I, I like I'll it. be talking to Mickey Rourke about his resurgent career. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. So, um, uh, the reviews taken from... I'll let me read the reviews and then where they came from and, and see if you kind of reach... The audience is kind of going for. Yeah, you can see behind it, like yeah. you know, Daily Mail. This is great. It's well, the Daily Mail is not propaganda. Yeah, it's a horrible newspaper, and it's not going to like this film. But it's called "Rude, Crude, and Very Funny" by the Daily Mirror, mm-hmm. Uncut Magazine, which I don't believe is still going anymore. I think it is. Is it? It was yeah. like a loaded kind of thing, but a bit yeah. more trendy, edgy for the alternative blokes. Yes. That says, mindless and hysterically funny. Four stars. Bottom with knobs on says the enemy. All I'll say is I went to see it in the cinema and it was just me and my mate. That was it. And that was opening night. Really? Didn't do well then? (laughs) (laughs) No. It disappeared without a trace, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's the film I've taken from Paul's top shelf today. Guesthouse parody, so rated 15. Rick Mail, Ed Edmondson. If you like Bottom, you know what you're going for. I would give it... uh, Don't make the noise. (laughs) Out of... (laughs) (laughs) right good yeah yeah good good. oh I like that bit that feature has blossomed yes alright next bit (laughs)
So, next up, it's time for Eli Silverman's Platters. I love Il- Silverman's Platter. It's becoming one of my favourite parts of the show. If this is where uh, we look at records that I possess. And that means you own, not spiritually inhabit. No. <laughs> <laughs> like a ghost. I know. Haunted records. Yeah, okay. Ooh, yeah. I rotate. Wow, you get fucking three sips of Desperado down your gullet and you're like all over the shop. And it's ladies' night <laughs> and the feelings, right? Come on, Kath. Okay, I have to apologise to everyone. Paul is pissed. I'm not drunk. I'm just hot and tired. <laughs> all right. And I'm trying to beef up this sadly lacking podcast Ooh. with some spunk. Oh, some, oh, some spunk. Okay. Frothy spunk. <laughs> right. So, what's the first record I've decided to put on this? Uh... Well, the oh, first... no, let's start with... Uh... You've got a question. Yes. Every now and then we say on Twitter, do hashtag Ask Silverman, because if it comes up with Ask Eli, apparently that goes to some music singer in America who's, who has a hashtag Eli thing. Uh... So... Hashtag Ask Silverman and put a question to us. And a uh, friend of the show, Alison, had a very good question. What was it, Mr. Silverman? I think I'm paraphrasing the actual wording of yeah. the question, but I think she said, <clears throat> what would be a good, reasonably priced record player to buy? Yes. Now, then. I didn't want to just answer her immediately on the Twitter, because I, I wanted to have a little think about it, Paul. Yeah, I wanted I to have a little think about it. I'm glad you're taking the time. Now, the problem is, yes. I don't know what she means by reasonably priced, and I don't know what her budget I is. I would say, let's say between $30 and 100 I reckon See, that's, that's mid-range. that's the problem. Oh, that's not it? mid-range. That's bottom range. Is it? And basically, if you are never going to get a record player in that price range, which has anything near oh. uh, just even a basic hi-fi standard sound. This is quite the dry section of the show. <laughs> I know, that's why I didn't want to... All right. But, uh, basically, you've got a load of these portable ones. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. Paul will be saying frothy cock any moment, though. Uh, anyway, go on. You've got a load of portable machines. Yeah. Uh, which have sort of, with the resurgence in vinyl, the kind of nostalgia. That you'll find in, like, a Maplin's or Radio Shack, that kind of or, 90 uh, pound. Or Urban Outfitters. But didn't you say to me, it doesn't really matter, it sometimes it just depends on how good your needle is. So you could get a cheap machine, but then get a really good needle. Mm, not at that level. What makes the difference then? What is it? They've got cheap plastic cartridges, which is the bit which holds the needle. Okay, yeah. that makes a difference. Terrible. Okay. Cheap plastic tone arms, which is the arm that the cartridge goes on. Yeah. And it doesn't even track properly the groove. Okay, because it's not so weighted as, or something. Yeah, and it has a weird angle on it. So the further into the record, yeah. the more at an angle the needle's going to be in the groove. So your okay. sound quality is going to d- deteriorate there. And I think you need a... I'm not going to make that noise. <laughs> I just think you might want to throw maybe your own noise in when you, talk, when you get nerdy about music. Just a, just I don't a thought. need to. I mean, just a thought. All right, how about this? <laughs> So I like it. So um, yeah. So those cheap boxes also have built-in speakers. Yeah. Which <laughs> right, the, the, right. <laughs> are like are terrible. Okay. Um, so if you're going to spend in that range, yeah, a lot of it's just like the retro design. But honestly, it's enough to put turn people off. Vinyl, 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 because you get none of the richness of tone. It's a bit tinny, and dynamic a bit hissy, range, a bit uh, and warmth. Yeah, you don't get that. You get from a proper hi-fi system. So, what Ed, I'd say, everyone's saying, what's the the amplitude of sound? You could almost argue the amplitude. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> is it a quality item that you're about to suggest? <laughs> yes. Good. So you really don't. You need to be spending a bit more in the sort of. At the very minimum, one hundred and fifty pounds, yeah. uh, which is two hundred dollars or so, I guess, okay. and over. And then no, you can more, get. I think if you're spending two hundred fifty quid, you're spending more like three hundred dollars. It's around that, okay. Sort of two hundred to three hundred dollars, maybe. Yeah. And there is a company called Project. Yeah. Who make quality turntables? They make quality turntables in that lower range, right? And you, they are. are that's when you hit hi-fi quality, and it's just... It's Revolutionary. Gonna, it's going to be much better, the sound quality. So just by paying an and extra 100 This is a separate... It doesn't have any built-in speakers, so you will need a separate amp. But if your budget and speakers, is... It's a hi-fi, quid. I think. Yeah, but let's say your budget is only 100 <laughs> Let's just say your budget is 100 quid. Can you get something manageable? You might be able to get a second hand... 
interesting you mentioned secondhand, uh, like a Craigslist or an eBay or a yes or a gum tree. Probably could get a secondhand higher quality, <laughs> but if you're going to get a new one, <laughs> if you're going to get a new one, I mean, you just spend some money. All right, honestly. And does it have to be modular, ideally? So don't make sure it hasn't. Make sure it doesn't have a CD player built in, or it does. It has a cassette player either as well. No, I wouldn't go for those. Make I'd sure go for a modular piece. Yes, mm. modular, modular. <laughs> so I hope that answers your question, uh, Alison. Alison, and, and maybe anyone else listening who yes. wants to get into vinyl. Well, it was a bit of a dry one, but you know, I'm happy. I, to- I'm happy. <laughs> Right, moving swiftly right, on. Good. Let's go to your vinyl platy, your Silverman's platter. Le, le platter. First song you've got today to play is a song called Gimme That Ting by but The Pipkins. Let's listen to it now. So that was one of those tunes that was almost kind of ubiquitous in my childhood. I remember a it lot. Was it was just in the ether, wasn't it? It was just it, it was just recognisable. And I it also, must have been on several thousand adverts, really. I, I was going to say, it must have been in an advert. So I do a little bit of research. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? All right. Okay, Google. It hurt me. Are you going to cut this bit out? Yeah. Right? Okay, Google. Give me that ting. <laughs> No, I just want to do it. No. I'm not going to look it up then. Okay. Interesting. So, bit glam. Very much of the glam style, but extremely poppy and throwaway. Uh, it's a one-hit wonder. We do know that. Yes. Pipkins seem to be like a one-off novelty hit band just for this It sounds month. like they weren't really a band. They were just sort of like the name of the band that they put together when they put this out. It almost, it has that sort of universal quality of a popcorn or a song like that. Just like a... Just an earworm for the pure sake of it, isn't it? Because it's, it's yeah. meaningless. It's a meaningless piece of frippery. It's got a bit of Cholson to it. It's got a bit of honky-tonk piano to it. A yeah. bit of Knees Up Mother Brown yeah. to it. It's an interest. I, I do like it. But it's like, again, it's like something like Moldy Old Doe by uh, Lieutenant. Lieutenant Pigeon, who will be coming to in a little bit, actually. You remember? Right. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Give me that ting. This is what Wikipedia says. It's a 1970s popular UK song of the novelty type. It is a novelty tune, isn't song, it? Sung by one-hit wonder, The Pipkins, and written and composed by Albert Hammond and Mike Hazelwood. Released as a single, it is the title section of an album which The Pipkins recorded and released with EMI. Uh, the song also appeared on a bunch of compilations, uh, and also with another up-and-coming group called The Sweet. Now, The Sweet were proper glam. They were proper. That was pop glam, but uh, of a high quality. I like The Sweet. Actually, um, Tiger Feet was them, and uh, that Tiger Feet wasn't them, wasn't it? Oh, that was Mud. Yeah, they did uh, Ballroom Blitz, Blue Ballroom Blitz, and Piece of the Action. Yeah, and Your Love Is Like Oxygen. Do you know that one? Yeah, that's fucking excellent. Yeah, someone on the and they've which... reformed recently. The Sweet, who the Sweet, Sweet, yeah. Why? Because they need they need money. They, they need they money. Tour. Yeah, fair enough. And I saw uh, a review of uh, the Osmonds. Because they'd also reformed. Oh, great. And I read a concert review, the Osmonds, but the suite were supporting them. And the reviewer was like, fuck the Osmonds, man. The suite <laughs> blew me away, basically. You know what I mean? Wow. The suite were proper, proper Stompy. Yeah. No, I they like were really that. good. I like that kind of music. I like that type of glam. That, the, that uh, Stompy. Pop, pop glam. It's like, you know, the Fratelli the that more... came out a few years ago. Oh. They had a very similar style. Yes. I like it. And um, Slade, of course. And Slade. Can't get, you got to well, Slade. Slade is the, the daddy, you know? Yeah. The, for me, when you say glam, I think of Slade. Oh. You know, I know it's probably not... What about David Bowie? I mean, come on. Yeah, but he straddles so many more genres and styles, and he's multifaceted. But again, like, there was a... Di- there and was- dead. 
there was a dichotomy, wasn't there? Yeah. You had the pop end of it, yeah. sweet, mud, slade. Yeah. Then you had the kind of more highbrow, although it was still very popular. So what, like... Iggy, Iggy Pop. Bowie. Bowie. Elton John? <sighs> I guess so. And also, of course, um, what's the band with Brian Eno and Brian Ferry in called? Ferry Eno. No, it's not. <laughs> Eno, Eno Ferries. Twig a twig. Eno or... Um, <laughs> no, stop. The whole, look, uh, gimme that ting was used as a gimme that Roxy ring. music. That's uh, glam. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I would have thought that was more new romantic. It's considered a part of the same sort of thing. Genesis. No, that's prog. Prog. Led Zeppelin. Hard rock. Really? Yeah. Pink Floyd. Psychedelia. <laughs> <laughs> Stroke prog. I, I tend to. Okay. All right. Think of a band. I am. Squeeze. Squeeze were from the 80s, so it's much more. They were sort of new wave. Okay. What you'd call new wave, but it's a very... They were also straddling the pop line. Oh, yeah, no, they were very poppy. Yeah. Very, very poppy. Very, very poppy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give Me That Ting was called Give Me That Ring by Coca-Cola to advertise their new ring pool cans in the early 70s. Oh, see, so that must go. be it. That's why it got Reach so... number seven in Canada. Uh, also, it was the tune of one of the several musical accompaniments to time-lapse slapstick scenes on the Benny Hill show. Uh, see, that's what I mean. It was just everywhere. It was just, uh, it would you just soak it up. 1997, the song was used in adverts for Dairy Lee. Yeah. A, che- a, a cheese-based product in the UK. And finally, a live version was performed at the Fremont Town Hall and appears on the album Shag's Own Thing by The Shags. Oh, The Shags, yeah. I don't know The Shags. Oh, the track was also used on a commercial for... Puckers Pies. Yeah, so, yeah, there you go. So there you go, that was our first song. I like that. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, a jolly little, it's a jolly little novelty. It's annoying. It's a jolly little it's novelty. It's very annoying record. It's not very offensive, though. Right, next one. Are we going to give it a score? Yes. I'll say six. I'll also say six. Okay. But I'm more positive Co- six. Copying me. Seven. Why don't you say six and a half? Seven. All right. I'm going to go with seven. All right, thank you. Give me that ting. Give me that next platter. Nice segue. Well, the next segue is the song called The Villain by a popular band on uh, Cheap Show, Lieutenant Pigeon. This is the B-side to their huge hit, Moldy Old Doe. Moldy Old Doe. Basically, if you want to know what Moldy Old Doe sounds like, just listen to that clip again that we just played. Very similar. Yes. It's got more honky-tonk piano similar to... This has that glam thing that comes in. It's got that fat bass. It's that big bass glam. It's like almost... It's almost like minimalist glam. It's like glam pared down to its very bare bones. Very barest bones. Which I find kind of pleasing. Do you see what I mean? It's 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 so minimal and sort of weird, and he's and it sounds like it's got a, uh, an insane person on it. It does sound unhinged. He does sound unhinged. I think that was part of the appeal. And so this is like strange. It's like dark music. It's dark side glam. Can you imagine? novelty glam music? It's just not. There's nothing like it, is there? Really? No. You know what I mean? Can you imagine going into someone's room and you hadn't seen them for a few weeks? You don't know where they are, but you know. The last time you saw them was in their room. When you open the door, you hear that. It's called the villain. It's meant to be. And you go in and you can see this song playing. It's stuck on a groove. Just that fat bass sound over and over. And you see your friend and he's in a distorted angle. He's like screwed up and with his face white with horror. Twisted and what his eyebrows do? His his body, his face has been shocked out of ordinary arrangement. It's been like light his ears. Deformed, chewed, gnawed. They're by, gnawed. Gnawed. They're just all twisted and 
branched and the nose is split and punctured like a splattered tomato. Right. And his eyes bugged out, terrified. The eyebrows pulled back so much the skin is split above the oh, forehead. Th- thanks for getting to the eyebrows. Right. I was going to ask and then lightning that. strikes and you're on the wall, you see, make it stop, written in blood with his own guts on the wall. With his own guts? Yeah. How do I know it's his own guts? And they're hanging out of his body because he's pulled them out. Right, so he's, my friend is dead and he's listening to the villain. <laughs> Wouldn't that be bad? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Yeah, yeah, it would be, it would be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be, yeah. Uh, uh, I, li- I like that, again, uh, for, because it's so abnormal. I like it. Yeah? Yeah. I like their, their work of that period. I have to say. They've done a lot of weird stuff, though, it's haven't they? strange, instrumental, glam, weird, yeah. but sort of... Excellent to have sex to, that song as well. And Mouldy Old though. Keeps your pace just yeah. right. Yeah. And if you can come when he says Mouldy Old though, you've won life. Mouldy Old Where's it gone? Missing my face. Well... So that's that song. Out of... Ten. I say eight. I like eight. I like it. I'm going to stay with seven on that. I actually actually like it. I, I think it needs to bring in the fat bass earlier. Yeah, it does meander. A it was just bit. a B-side. It was obviously something it's they B-side. just thought. And, you know, if you are thinking of killing someone, maybe that's the song for you. That's all I'm going to say. Be. Could be. Could be. Could be a soundtrack be. to a kill killing. Yes. yes. And to continue the dark theme, we're going to, the next song is called Nightmare by Arthur Brown. Because I keep forgetting. You can't remember I the guy's can't name. I that guy's name. It's Arthur Brown. And it sounds like this. Closed parentheses open. Nightmare. Arthur Brown. Arthur from the Crazy World of Arthur Brown, the album. I think it's the first track. Uh, off of it. It's a strong track. Yeah. Um All the Breathing. I the really love that prelude. It's it is like they've said, let's make a weird piece of music, mm. which is a bit like being asleep and being in a nightmare. And they really succeed, I think. And, and it's it, got a, a real feeling to it. It's got Do you a know tone. What I mean? Yeah. It's like so the amplitude of it. Shut up. It's just right. You can't... We, it's a quality product. You know, you try, I try and fucking say something serious on this fucking podcast. You know what I mean? We've been doing it for years, Paul. You just fucking... You have to fucking... Two years you've been doing this now. And the best thing we've got is this fantastic app. Oh, no, he's put... Got the app out. Don't get the app out. Like... You can get all his lovely um, catchphrases like "You look like shit," or "I'm willing to taste it," or "This could be donkey dick meat." It's free to download from the Google App Store. Uh, yeah, so I love that uh, prelude, and I just like it. it's a rocking tune as well, isn't it? It's a very rocking tune. It, I very like much it. in the psychedelic style. It's very and the lyrics are sort of those nonsense uh, Lewis Carroll style, uh, which was big with glam. Surreal. Is it glam? No, psychedelic rock. Psychedelia, yeah, he did say, yes, yes, yes. This was just before glam really came in. Mm. The psychedelic period, very short. Oh. From about 68 to 1970. No. In British rock. But... Oh. It started with Sergeant Pepper? The Beatles, well, yeah, mainly. Is that what people say? Yes. There was no snifter of that beforehand? There was, a big snifter. Oh. And even from other bands, even earlier, from 66... It was all starting to happen, basically. Oh. And the Beatles album Revolver has a lot of psyche... It really does. ...elements on it. Mm-hmm. It so, really does. Yeah, it's good. I like Arthur Brown, and he kept going into the 70s, more and more sort of straight rock thing. And more people and we remember co- him for the song Fire. 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 Dun, dun, dun. I leave you to burn. Which is an absolute stonking classic. It is. And was released on Pete Townsend of the Who's label. Track, really? Track records, yeah. Or it was, yes. 
And was it a big success for him? It was a, I think it was a number one, wasn't it? He's probably living off it right, right now still, and, isn't he? But he uh, famously had uh, a headpiece. Yes. Which was like a metal crown mm. that he put petrol in and it had flames coming out. And uh, it burnt his head and stuff, <laughs> you know? Health and safety in the 60s, did forget about it. It did not exist at all. And there's that footage on the BBC of him playing on, uh, on Top of the Pops. Like, oh, and Top of the Pops, I thought it was the old grey whistle tone. Or something. Yeah. It's in black and white. And um, the smoke that's coming off his helmet. <laughs> his fiery helmet. His, his big hot helmet. He's literally distorting the camera. You can see it's really hot and, and white. smoky, you know what I mean? Because it's like, war, war, it's white. petrol. Yeah. And he must have been thinking, this was a very good idea yeah. when I was stoned yeah. thinking about this. He must have been stoned the whole time just to avoid the blisters on his head. Yeah. Is he bald now, do you think? Yes, he is bald now. Well, there you go. If you want to keep a full luscious head of hair, why not <laughs> set your head on fire? <laughs> <laughs> and before we go on the subject of hair as well, uh, I posted up a picture from our live show on Facebook. And there's been a few comments underneath that I have to share with you. I just have to share with you. So... I will say this. So there's us, a lovely picture of you, me, Tom and Ash. And someone pointed out that in that picture, you look like Will Ferrell from Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to disagree. I don't have white hair. And then Joe, comedy friend Joseph Wilson, sent this picture of what you look like. Oh my God. Dom DeLuise. I do not look like Dom DeLuise. <laughs> you do. No, I don't. Yeah, you do, mate. Well, who do you look like? Usually, when you describe me, a Giacomo paedophile. <laughs> that's a good band name. So that's our, at Eli's. What are we going to give that last one out of ten? Oh, I'm going to give it nine. We're going to give it nine. I'm going to yeah. go eight. Okay. Doesn't quite tickle me in the same way as the songs. And they had like a little they had a theme running through them today. All quite glammy. No, yeah, again, really quite glammy. But it's the uh, the variance within that whole genre, isn't it? Because you've got a kind of throwaway novelty pop record... Um, then you've got a weird novelty. A bit of experimental kind Almost of, experimental yeah. pop, you could call it, I'd say. Yeah. And then you've got the psych, which is a sort of precursor to that stuff, but also... A- so everyone, once again, learns a little something about the musical genres around us. Right, let's go on to the next bit. Eli. Come with me and you'll see it's a world of pure imagination. Yeah. It's a lovely place if you let it in your heart. If you want to view okay. paradise, simply look around and view Where it. am I going? There's no simple way to do it. I don't pull. If you want to do it, be and... Cue it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we're going to Paul's Candy Sweet Shop. Sweet Shop. I, oh, I've wanted to do this bit for a while. Alright, good. Because, you know, we do cheap eats, but I wanted to do Paul's Candy Sweet Shop Paradise. Mate, let's just keep it to Sweet Shop. I think we, you know. Paul's Sweet Shop. Let's stop brainstorming the. Gannon Sweet Shop. We should basically brainstorm the uh, names of the segment before we record the podcast. Gannon's Sweet Candy Shop. What about... Gannon's Candyland. What about... That sounds creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what about Gannon's Frothing Rock? Mmm. Gannon's... We get the froth in. Gannon's Frothy Sweet Shop. Gannon's Froth Shop. Froth Shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul Gannon's Froth Shop. Yes. Right. <laughs> it makes no sense, but I like it. Yes. So, welcome to Paul Gannon's Froth Shop. Thank you. What's, it, what's frothing this week, Paul? Well, it's in my sweet shop called the Froth Shop. I'm going to have to explain it every time now. I've gone to a little corner shop near me because they have a brand of candy by a company called Bobby's. Now, whatever Barrett make, you know Barrett make like Sherbet dips and all the... Barrett's licorice all sorts. Yeah, and wine gums and things like that. And licorice all sorts, yeah. Bobby's is the off knockoff brand version of Barrett's. It's Bobby's. Bobby's Sweet Shop, ladies and gentlemen. They also do crisps. Yeah, they have crisps. They've got onion rings. We'll be doing Tomato that. balls. We'll be doing that in the froth shop in the future. They've got those twisted... What are those spiral twisty things? Spiral twist computer. Uh, computer? <laughs> <laughs> spiral crisps. Welcome to Paul Gannon's Stream of Consciousness podcast. <laughs> He's drinking beer. He's high on the Desperado. Yeah. Mm. You've really loosened up, Paul. I don't think I like it. Oh, tickle, no, tickle, tickle. stop now. Don't. Tickle, tickle, don't, tickle. No. 
Right, okay. Wow, you're really sensitive <laughs> to booze, aren't you? <laughs> right, okay. It's hot, I'm hot and yeah, delirious. Yes. Anyway, it's my throff shop and you're welcome in. Okay, thank so you. So I went and bought some Bobby's sweets. They're all knockoff or their versions of popular sweet brands. Okay. We're going to try them out. And what I like about Bobby's is you buy them and it is like the sweets you buy in a Wonka's, you know, <laughs> like an 80s sweet shop. You know, it's all big. Like, for instance, let's get this big one out of the way. It's a big stick of... It's called Bobby's Snake Winder. Twisty, turly, fondant-filled candy, strawberry and cream flavour. Wow. That's a great big... It's a long one. Isn't it? So, yeah, and it's sort of like a straw. It's a snake. It's long. It's uh, on the snake motif. It plays on the snake motif. It's got. It's quite nice packaging, really. I can yeah. see that would appeal to a child. It's got like a cartoon snake head there. A big jar of them, with them all coming out the top. Shall I open it? Please open it. I'm getting a strawberry sort oh. of smell coming through the pack. You'd think so, with it being a strawberry-flavoured snack. I'm unsheathing it. You're pulling it from its sheath. I'm not doing a very good job. Why don't you just tear a bit off? I don't just pull it all out. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I've flopped you it down. You've it down the desk, yeah. <laughs> this is Eli's flopping his big snake winder <laughs> down on the table. Here we go, listen. Yeah. Right. That's not very impressive. Yeah, I'll have half of that. I'll have half of this. Let's have a bite. Mm. It's basically strawberry laters, isn't it? With a. It's just like those strawberry laters they do in Tesco's, isn't it? But with a fondant centre, as it says. Binding it together. Yeah. I like that a lot. I have to say, that's really... Mm. I mean, the strawberry laters are a little bit artificial. They're not as... I mean, they're all artificial. Yeah, just a standard taste of them. Right. But the sharp sugar is a bit more apparent in this one, I think, than Tesco or Sainsbury's brand. Right. Tesco Sainsbury brand tend to be a bit softer. They're a bit more kind of a flatter a taste, but in a positive way, so it's more juicy than just sugary. Okay. Yeah? So you're saying it's not as high a standard, the actual... Uh, the strawberry string bit? Well, you know what? Let me clean my palate... With some clues. You can um, unpick this, which is also good for kids. It's nice to be able to play it. A bit like cheese straws, you can strip it down. Exactly like cheese straws. You can pull it, you You can can save the fondant. If that was your favourite bit, you could save that. And just suck on that. Yeah. So you can whip it out. That's what I've done. I've I've stripped the fondant off. I've derobed the fondant, and it's there, and it's naughty whiteness. (laughs) (laughs) Naughty whiteness. And, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I enjoyed that a lot. Well, anyway, we can now find out if the strawberry laces taste the same because I bought a bag of Bobby's Straub laces. But this is just going to be what he's wrapped the uh, snake in. Maybe, maybe not. It'll be exactly the same. We just don't know, do we? So let's find out. How much was that? So I think that was like 35p. That's worth 35p. Definitely. Anyone's money. So this is straw blazers, Bobby's stretchy candy. This is 39p. So that must have been maybe 39p as well. But go on, have a, a few of those. Now let me have a taste of these. Now these are a lot thinner actually than the Yeah, they're not. They're, yeah, I think, but I suspect they're exactly the same in terms of their makeup. Hmm. These are sort of like red straws. Laces. Like red spaghetti, red laces, yeah. yeah. Red gelatinous laces. They're nice. Yeah, but they're exactly the same. I think they are the same. Mm. Just I think they're a little bit thicker. But I think that makes it, because they're thinner, that makes these a bit more palatable. A bit nicer, yeah. Yeah, you know? Because the fondant is a bit too sharp and sweet. I mean, I just like that. I mean, it's nice for you. (laughs) Okay, what else you got by Bobby's? Well, diabetes probably on the way. (laughs) But let's have a look in my sweet shop, throff shop bag. What else have I got? This is a... Strawberry and white chocolate flavoured bar called a Bobby's Strawberry Milkshake they're Bar. They're into strawberry. They must have a load of strawberry flavouring. Must be part, part of the fact that... Fucking hell! Vera's brought another fucking batch of strawberry in. Stop oh. making the strawberry! We're going to have to come up with another fucking three products called strawberry. I can't I can't think of any more puns with the straws on it, man. But that's all I know! <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant bit of acting there, Paul. I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if I'm going to like this because it's It's white white chocolate. chocolate, But the strawberry might offset it quite well. Mm. Why why do they call white chocolate chocolate? It's not chocolate. Why do they call it? They should call call it it sugar piss. They should call it puke solid. Yeah. Now, look, I unsheath it from its pack and it's... 50-50. 50-50. It's two-tone. You've got a strawberry end and the white chocolate end. I thought it'd be segmented. And it looks like a radiator or something. It's yes. uh, It's got a ridge. 
It does have a ridge. It looks it like some stripes. Bath mat. It looks like a bit like a bath mat with yeah. uh, with a fence around it. Beautifully put. Thank you. So I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to snap a bit. Got of, me doing the noise now. I think we should snap off the white bit first. So oh, I don't going want to. See, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's a very white chocolate. Well, you look at it. It's very white. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Paul has had a reaction to the white chocolate. <laughs> it's bringing back all sorts of traumatic childhood memories. Oh, the milky bars are in me. <laughs> all over the me. milky bars are literally in you. Oh, I I'm had still a really violent reaction to that. Yeah, that's that the very... first time I've had white chocolate in years. I think. Yeah, years and years and years. I tell you oh. what, Paul. Shall I taste the strawberry bit? Because I think, I think it's good. Because I'm tasting strawberry there. I think it might be just be a cosmetic difference. So it tastes like strawberry and cream, but the the whole the thing is, yeah, I think so. Oh, please! I'm tasting it. the pink bit now, guys. Thank you for taking the dye for me on this. That's all right, Paul. I saw that was a genuine piece of disgust there, and oh. uh, I, yeah, I need to wash it down with lovely booze. Mm. Yeah, it tastes exactly the same. The, the strawberry bit. Oh, it's good. basically a combination of. Uh, it's called a milkshake bar, so yeah. Uh, not my thing. Oh, not my thing. It's got no tang. It's all just, it's sickly, I if think you, is the word. To, to, to put it bluntly, it's not my ting. See, we're a professional podcast. <laughs> um, what's next? In Paul's candy bag, throff shop. Uh, let's see. I mean, I, I don't know if I can take much more. I'm getting... Um, These are called Bobby's Kickers. Some... They're fruity, they're fizzy. Pick your kick. Fruity and frizzy, chewy candy discs. So what... Do we think this is a sort of pit, uh, takeoff on? I think either wine gums or um, what were those things? Tutti fruities. You remember those square maybe things? Maybe tutti, tutti fruities, but I think they're more. Now gelatinous. that's a classic sweet. That's a great British sweet. The tutti fruity. Yeah, you never see that anymore, do Only you? Only in mix pick and mix bags. The tutti fruity, ladies and gentlemen, was a hard candy, but it mm. then went chewy. I mean, it had a unique kind of makeup. It had a, a crispy coating, mm. and like, then it like was kind of fat skittle. Yeah. That's probably the closest thing. A fat skittle. Yeah. But better, because yeah. they were square. And they were not as soft as a skittle. So more, yeah, yeah, more a little work. bit more of a fight had to be had yeah. with, a, with, a, with a thing. So well, I'm glad we've had that reminisce. Yes. So. These, Ooh. these kickers are... Yeah. Oh, they're like little... Oh, I don't know. I they was going jelly beans, good. but they're not. They don't look very good, do they? Some are shiny and some are matte. Yeah, I think they're just not very well... Produced. I'm going to try one, but you, they do look like a halfway house between Skittle, Tutti Fruity, and... No, there is a distinction. Some mist. are shiny and some have got a like, mottled... Like a matted thing. Let's try an orange one. Uh, it's a Skittle. With a cheaper flavour. I think. More. What flavour was that one you just had? Orange. I had an orange one. But... You like that flavour? I think it tastes fine. It tastes like Barocca. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's got that real artificial orange flavour. Let's go for those purple ones because they look the same. Okay. Just different shape. Right. Oh, that's much softer. Oh, they're tart. They're quite tart, aren't they? Oh, they're very tart. They I like right. that though. I like tart. Fizzy. It says fizzy. Yeah. Oh, there we go. We should look at the pack. You've got a fruity and then on the other end, a fizzy. Just so you know, I read out fruity fizzy when we read this. Okay, beginning. I didn't pick up on that, but that's no, why. Because you I never got... listen to me during this fucking podcast, I've noticed. So I got real there. I got real. <laughs> you need to stop with the drinking. I'm going to go with this yeah? green. Oh, yeah? Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm going to try a green one. But is it a fizzy one or a fruity? They're all fizzy. No, they're not all fr- The ones that are shiny are... Fruity. Fruity. And the ones that are mottled are fizzy. Yeah. Have a little test. That's totally. They're That's different. Right. It's two different sweets in the now same... Now you brought it to me. My attention. That's what I've been trying to fucking say. Well, I'm having them. Get off. They're actually rude. They're the best thing so far, aren't they? Mm. They're okay. nice. Quickly, that's, that's a good. That's a good confectionery product. How many froths? So one to five. All right. right. So the first one, which was the strawberry winder, the strawberry fondant winder. I'll give it three froths. I will. I will froth three times too. And next one was the milk and cho- milk and strawberry bar. No, it wasn't. It was no. just the laces. The laces, strawberry laces. Three again. Three again. It's basically the Nothing same. Remarkable, but three again. But I'd say to have them over the. I don't need the fondant. No, I just the want the laces. You know what I mean. So the next one was the milkshake bar. New, no, new, no, new, no, new, no, new. No. I didn't like it. Barely a froth from me. I'll give it two. It's more of a squirt. Not so much froth, just a little bit of jism. Pre-jizz. <laughs> uh, a little oily pellet yeah. of pre-jizz. Kickers? They get four. I'm going to go four and a half. I, mean, I like the fact that it's a bit of a gamble. Very nice. Very nice. They were well-conceived and executed. Skittles knockoff. Yeah. Well done, Bobbies. 
Because what? Skittles, you have to buy a whole pack of the sour ones or a whole pack of the fruit ones. And this then you have nice to mix them yourself, don't you? This you think, this is too much work. I can't stand it. And also, they're forcing you to buy two packs. Yeah, fucking corporate. Bobbies are all over it, mate. Go with Bobbies. We'll, Go with rec- Bobbies. we'll give it hashtag spawns. Bobbies. Seriously, Bobs. Bobby, baby. <laughs> Listen to me. This candy don't stop. Next one is Bobby's Soda Blast Cherry Burst. I think 50p. It's a little plastic cola-esque shaped bottle with what looks like little tiny sugary cherry probably fizzy sweets okay it says just twist it I've got sugar sweats you've got sweat for every fucking thing you've got meat sweats booze sweats fucking live sweats right alright I'm going to tip a few onto your hand the little diddy little things they are they're like little ecstasy pills yeah I guess they are little pill shaped they're little sugar balled sweets compressed just sherbet yeah. Oh, man. I have just had the biggest flashback eating one of these. Yeah, to what? There used to be a sweet van that went around the streets when I was growing up, right? So growing up a in the North sweet West, van? Yeah, a van that would drive around and ring a bell. I mean and an ice cream in. van? No, sweet van. And I've, never, I've never heard of such a thing. Every day of the... There's a certain day of the week it would come to your street. You'd hear the ding a ding a ding ding The same concept yeah. as an ice cream van. And a candy floss van that we had coming around as well that did the same thing. Yeah. Summer. But this sweet shop van, every Thursday, let's say, I ran out to it, vividly remember this, buying some sweets in my pocket money. Yeah. One of the sweets I got, I can't remember the name of, but they tasted. Exactly like that. Well, here's the thing. I want you to hold that thought because this is the cherry one. I bought lemon and lime spritz. Now, I think... It's the same thing. Soda Blast. I think... These are... They're sherbet. Essentially little sherbet tablets. But they taste just like the sweets I had growing up when I was a kid. This brand I can't remember that I think was... I think it was actually an orange flavour, but... It was just like that, yeah. Mate. Well, the Bobbies are very traditional, sort of... They use those cheap flavours that you remember from your your youth, don't they? So, that's cherry. You've got lemon and lime, or lime and... I'm opening lemon and lime. Just give it a twist. Oh, I like them. Ooh! (laughs) Very tart. Oh, really? Oh, that's really artificial. It's almost like soapy, isn't it? Mate, that's like... That's like crunchy... Very liquid. Yeah, yeah. That really tastes toilet ducky. Yeah, it tastes like <laughs> toilet duck. So, the clear winner of the soda blast is the cherry burst. The clear winner is the cherry yeah, burst. Yeah, that's harsh. That kills 99% of germs dead kind of blast. Yeah, that's uh, very soapy on the lemon and lime. Oh, but we have... Christ, I don't know if I can take any more, Paul, honestly. Well, then you're going to hate this, because the last one is the Piece de Resistance. Is this by Bobby's as well? No. Ah. Actually, this is by a company called Zed Candy. We need to give a mark for the oh, uh, soda bottles. Soda Blast, four throths for me. For the cherry burst. Yeah, for cherry, but that one, two. Two for the it's, it's really antiseptic and, and toilet ducky, bleachy. I'd say one froth for the lime. Yeah. And... Two for the cherry burst. Two throps. Really? Yeah, I'm not into oh, that. Really. Okay, well, difference of opinion. Anyway, the final one today. You're not looking forward to this. But Zed Candy have something called Double Dares. And if you want to know what they are, I'll say one word to you and it will explain exactly what this knockoff is. Bean Boozle. It's a Bean Boozle knockoff. Now, this is a quid and it's basically a test tube full of jelly beans of different flavours. And like Bean Boozled, a green one is going to be two flavours. So it could be grass... Or it could be apple. It'd be yeah. a disgusting one or a nice one. I will tell you the flavours we have in this tube, apparently. Green is either watermelon or... What do you think it is? It's not. Is correct. Uh, the brown one is either cola or squid. Dog shit. No, squid. <laughs> that dog shit. God. How do you even know if that was correct? Barry knows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> right. I'm um, blind. Pink. No, orange is either peach or cough medicine. Hmm. See, I wouldn't blue. mind. No, I think they're both. I like right. the taste of cough medicine. Blue is blueberry or toothpaste. Again, why is toothpaste so derided? And see, but they've because uh, the the bean boozle, the Jelly Belly bean boozles, yeah. have toothpaste as one of the nasty flavors, no, and m- freshly mown grass is one of the nasty flavors. Again, That's not fine. not a nasty thing. It's a bit herbal. But this also this seems to have all three. It has what toothpaste. But what is it? What was the other one you said? Snot. No, that's nasty. Squid. Squid, I don't mind. Well, the le- next few flavours are strawberry or fresh blood. Now, that's nasty. And lemon or rotted cheese. 
Nasty. So that's yellow. So shall we just pour these out and try them out? Yeah. I think there's two of most of them. I've not tried these. I'm opening this for the first time. And you're hoping you can use these instead of being boozled. for protection. Yeah. And they get a deal with Bobby's. This is not Bobby's. This is no, manufactured this is, this is by Zed. Zed Candy. Okay. They're out of the tube. Should we go for yellow first? Shall we start with yellow? There's quite a few yellows. <sighs> so actually I can smell the cheese ones. You can smell. I can it. actually smell the Jelly Belly cheese. That's just the remnants of the uh, cheese pot noodle from the. Can previous you not episode. smell the cheese ones from there? Mm. Yeah. Don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get so close to the mic. That's unsettling. All right, let's pick a yellow one each then. Okay, ready? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling this is good about this. Three, two, one. Oh, I've got cheese. <laughs> I've got cheese. I've got lemon. <laughs> that was as bad as it. It tastes just like that cheese pot noodle. Oh. Really? So it's the same fucking company flavouring, maybe. I guess you could spit into that and empty it out later. That's all right. I mean, it's not that bad, actually. All right. Oh, is that cheese? These are not as good at all. Well, with this, we've only tried one. Yeah, but right? you can tell the whole... The texture. The texture the is just wrong. It's slightly chalkier. Yeah, or yeah. Much chalkier crumbier. and crumblier. They don't have a good consistency. Okay. We're going and to also, that may have been each. cheesy, but it didn't have a very strong flavour. Maybe that will help us out when we get to some of the other flavours. Right. I think we should do brown next, which is cola or squid. Okay. I've picked a brown one up. Okay, I'm going to go with a brown one. This one. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh, that's really bad. Cola. <laughs> I've got squid. It's very dog shitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that, is, that is deeply unpleasant. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. That's one of the worst bean boozles I've ever had. Wow. That's really rough. Does it taste of squid, though? Yeah, mouldy squid. Oh. It's musty. Oh. oh honestly, they've put fucking fish essence in that. <laughs> smell that. Smell the. That does smell very fishy. It does, doesn't it? Fucking hell. Now, that came out of left field. I was not expecting that after the weakness of their cheese offering. (laughs) The weakness of your cheese offering does not appease me. Whoa. Can I just say, I'm glad I didn't get that one. that really, really unpleasant, mate. Well, there's two blue ones. Shall we have a blue one each? Well, this could be toothpaste. This is a palate cleanser, basically, though. So it's blueberry or toothpaste, all right? Here we go. I've got toothpaste. I think this is blueberry. Why am I getting all the nasty ones? That is a good point, actually. And you're picking them. Weird. Yeah, that's toothpaste, which again... But that's fine. Yeah. Minty. It's very minty. That was nice and blueberry. That was fine. Nice flavour. Really? Well, as you said, the texture isn't quite right. You're right, but... You can tell the cheapness with the texture, but honestly, that squid one, Paul... Yeah. What haven't we chosen? We haven't done the greens or the reds. We haven't done the greens or the reds. Or the orange. Did we do the orange? Yeah, because that was either squid or... No, no, that was... No, we haven't done orange, so that's fine. Right, we should do... Hope you get a nasty one soon. Let's do green. So what is green again? It is... Watermelon or snot. Watermelon or snot. I'll let you pick my one then. Just point. Okay. So you touch it. Sorry. Well, then you have... Pick whatever you want then. Ready? Okay. Watermelon or snot. I've got watermelon. i got watermelon. You're such a lucky bitch. There are two left though. Should we try the other two greens? Must I? Right. Ready? Yeah. Watermelon. Watermelon. Didn't get one snot. We didn't get any snot. Okay. It's not a very good watermelon flavour. But very artificial. Yeah, very artificial. Not mm. strong or... It doesn't feel right. No, it's not quite right. It's not quite right. All right. Okay, so what do you want to end on? It's almost kind of floral. Yeah. You know what I mean? Florally. lavender Yeah, it's got a lavender thing, which is strange. Want. So there is there's peach and cough medicine left and strawberry and fresh blood. What do you want to end on? Well, let's go for the orange and then the and red. Then end on red. Yeah. All right, okay. What is this, peach or... Peach or cough medicine. So I think these, either way, I'm going to be happy with this. Yeah, again, peach cough or medicine or isn't that disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Or might be, I mean. That's peach. That's peach. Shall I try that one? Yeah. Get a nasty one. Okay. Here we go. So the second orange. Oh, that's a cough medicine. Yeah. Oh, but it's nice. Is it? Like cough, like a cough drop. It's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh. Exactly. Cough drops are legitimate sweet. People oh, like. I like that. It's like a cough drop flavoured one. Mm. Yeah, nice. nice. Well, well, it's like double breath. <sighs> I'm not smelling you. Smell it breath. You'll get it. Oh, I got it. Yeah. It's almost like a anise. Yeah. Uh, so cough the, medicine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was nice, that. Uh, well, you know. So, to end on, we have three left, three red ones. And with blood. So they're going to go for an irony, sort of. We'll see. I don't know what it's getting. I've never... Believe me, the squid was so bad. That was uh, uh, outstandingly bad. <laughs> really enough. bad. 
So you pick one for me then. I'm it was gonna... almost like the fish sausage that I tried, oh, but like, amplified. Yeah, yeah. Which one should I have? That one. Yeah. Okay. So strawberry or blood? Or blood. Oh. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's gone for the spitter. <laughs> was that blood then, Paul? <laughs> I got a strawberry. Oh. Describe it to me. Lots of iron. Yeah. Really unpleasant. Like chewy garbage. Yeah, it was really bad. Oh, oh god! I think the bad ones are. I feel like uh, I've been punched, and I'm taking my own blood. Yeah, the bad ones are uh, oh, are actually disgusting. worse than being boozled, aren't they? That's really disgusting. Yeah, I know. I told you the squid was out of this world. Can I try I that? I'm not trying it. I, uh, I've already got a bit of a dicky tummy. I'm going to try it simply because it's the last red one, and it might be strawberry and clean my palate. So it, it might is, not be. I don't want to see you vomiting in the house of pickles. I'll have a little nibble. All right, here we go. Mr. Fucking <laughs> Good. He had a bad run out. So. I need bleach. I need bleach. Enough. Yeah, he's going to take the lemon and lime. Oh, he's pouring the lemon and lime bobbies. Mmm. Down there. Mmm. Nice and fizzy and bleachy. Okay, so to sum up, Double Dares, not uh, not as good quality confectionery as uh, Jelly Bellies. Of no. course, Jelly Bellies are like primo, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they were marketed originally as the gourmet jelly bean. They are very much the gourmet. Yeah. So these are not as well made. On a basic level. On I mean, I'm sure they level. still put the same processes in, but the slightly quality of the, the colouring They're more crumbly, different. the texture's more crumbly, mm. and sort of sugar crystal, yeah. crystallised sugar, sort of. And in terms of the flavours, less nuanced yeah. than your, 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 your bean boozle. But the bad ones... Horrible. Really? I mean, they, I was, they didn't. They weren't messing around with that squid. I was going to be like, shall I try the squid for a laugh? And I was thinking, if your reaction is like that... I will barf in it your was bedroom. Really bad, really bad, mate. That that blood one was awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really. So so full marks to to Zed Candy there for like coming up with some truly disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, I'm gonna. I tell you what. I'm gonna give that four and a half froths. froths, but not because it's a great product, but because actually it does what it says on the tin quite it says, well. Yeah. Maybe better than Bean Boozled does. I mean, Bean Boozled does have some disgusting ones. But the vomit know, is pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, but you know what the balance is? The good ones for Bean Boozled taste much better as candy than the good yeah. ones in the Double Dares, whereas the bad ones for Double Dares are far more potent. Yeah, they just seem to the, be more... Like a, like a real essence, like a real fish essence that they somehow got in there, you know? Wow. It was magical. So, yeah, I'm going to give that four and a half froth just for... I don't know. It's quite good, really. And it's a quid. It was a quid for that. That's all right. And you get what? About it's your little, 20 odd in? It's your little entry into the world of uh, disgustingly yeah. flavoured... Uh, so Zed Candy? All right, mate. Yeah, because they did Bean Boozle. <laughs> oh. Jelly Belly. But they also had the Harry oh. Potter ones. And the Harry Potter ones had different flavours, didn't we they? We haven't tried those, the Bertie Botts ones. Yeah. I think it's very similar. We could give them a try and end yeah. out that I trilogy, I guess. I think we should. All right, then. Well, that would have been Gannon's Throth Shop. Thank you. Do you think it works? I think we need to work on the title. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just, I'm just, sorry. I keep tasting the blood as well. You know, every time we record, Paul, I think maybe the podcast has reached a new low. I'm glad we're still reaching down. Okay. <laughs> Let's say goodbye. That's it. It's the end of oh, another... I'm going to swig me last bit of booze. Yes. Um, now, I don't think you should do that. I know it was a hot day and you wanted a hot beer, I mean a cold beer. It's been a long cheap show day. Uh, yes. A uh, cheap show HQ. And if you begu- beguile me, no, begat, begat me. <laughs> if you, if if you make Resent- me feel bad for making me drink one Desperado's, <laughs> then mate. I'm not, I'm not. I'm a friend of you. I know, you're just a friend of you. So you really, it really seems to affect you. It's only 5.9 alcohol for uh, vo- volume of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, you're just not a big drinker, are you, Paul? No. Right. Paul likes his drugs. I've just realised my mum listens to this now. Uh, I don't do drugs, mummy. Good. So, uh, wow, it really smells bad. Yeah, anyway. squid. That squid and blood sweet. Bad. Anyway, goodbye. This has been Cheap Show. This has been a great show for me. I've eaten Thanks sweets. Thanks for supporting the show on Patreon, everyone. I may at least wait for me to eat before we get serious. Look, I'm just trying to get get it. <sighs> oh, God, my life. Yeah. Think about it this way. When you give us money on Patreon, you're not so much helping keep a show afloat. You're keeping a human being alive. <laughs> you're keeping Eli. It's a- just that one more day before the gun accident. That's what? I might kill myself. That's comedy, is it? 
because the word might. Weak. Anyway, patreon.com forward slash cheap show. <laughs> Weak. You're keeping us doing this fantastic, well-honed, well-thought-out, delicately-delivered comedy podcast. Thank Briefly you. in the top 50 of comedy iTunes. And then forever oh. shooting downwards. <laughs> like a runaway train. At this point, I think it's only apropos that I actually pull out this. Give us money on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. I've, I hate Paul. Eli, what sound effect best describes your love life? Yeah, because uh, I make them cheer up. <laughs> That's been Cheap Show for another bloody episode. Thank you for supporting us on patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show. Different ways to pay a dollar, whatever you want to do, it helps us. We really, really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, follow us on Twitter. We're quite chatty on that. We always like a natter at the Cheap Show pod. Our website, thecheapshow.co.uk for all the images that support this episode. Yes, you can see all the pictures of the, uh, the sweeties. The sweets and stuff that yes. we've played with today. And also the videos of the full vinyl tracks that we've only played clips of. I put all those up as well. Okay. Um, what else? Email us if you have any questions. Ask Silverman hashtag on Twitter if you have any questions for us as well. I especially like questions about noodles. Thecheapshow at gmail.com is that email address. And that's it. Thank you once again. We're getting close to our 50th. And it looks like the audience have said they want Don't Get Mad to come back. Okay, we'll get mad. We'll try our best. We'll get mad. We will. And you will. I'll say something about shitting. You will. Yes. And we'll all, it'll be like, oh, Eli said something about shitting. And it'll all be cosy and lovely. And you'll go, oh, I shat the bed. Can we, uh, End of end this episode now, Paul. Yes, we can. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here today. We've had a lovely time. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you, everyone. You're a great audience. We Goodbye. love you so much. And remember, don't have nightmares, just have great looking hair. What? Nothing. Shouldn't have said that. Say what? That stupid line that you always say. What else then? Just something better. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Cheap Show. We put the economy in comedy. Thank you. That doesn't work either. We put the comedy in e-comedy. Economy. Comedy in economy. We put the laughter in disaster. No. We're dead fleek for the cheap. What? We're on fleek for cheap. I like that. We're on fleek for cheap? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Cheap Show, and remember, you're on fleek for cheap. No, we're on fleek. We're on fleek for cheap. Right, Take it together. Okay. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Cheap Show, and remember, we're on fleek for, for cheap. cheap. 45 fucking episodes, and we have a sign-off. <laughs> <laughs>